never get to Give her the head nod, oh my god Hello and welcome to Prince Strike by Track, I'm your host Darren Today we'll be talking about The Wall of Berlin from Lotus Flower Recorded on the 19th of November 2004 at Paisley Park Along with a number of other songs which have already shown up on previous albums And released on the 24th of March 2009 On the track it is Prince, Michael B and Sonny T The new power three as they were when they recorded The Undertaker um, And the track is 4 minutes 16 and joining me to talk about today is Erica Thompson Hello Erica Hello uh, As with pretty much all the songs that the uh, new power three recorded i feel this is a rock song um you know uh, according to michael b they recorded about 12 or 13 songs in the space of about three four hours on in one session uh, on that day on the 19th of november 2004 um, and i think pretty much all of them are you know rock songs you know michael b is a rock drummer by his very nature so um you know anything that he kind of drums on ends up feeling like a rock song even if it isn't fully a rock song um, and Sunny T, I think it's worth saying, has some wonderful kind of bass stuff going on on this track as well. Um, and obviously Prince has some kind of great guitar like work on here as well. The whole thing is just, it's a very solid rock song. Yeah, I agree. I um, I think Michael B for me is the star of this track with his drum groove that he sets up. And then like when yeah. it switches, I just love how the song switches back and forth. And then like when they get into the like the really rocking part where Prince is just shredding on his guitar, like it's just, the drumming is just incredible on this song. I don't know what, if, 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 in, in my head, if I try to drum it, I think I could figure it out, but I think think it's like on the offbeats of like the two and four where he has like the hi-hat um and that's kind of where the groove is um and then you have prince kind of um like on the beat playing like that guitar riff that is kind of like in between the drum um and he just kind of has that i don't know it's just like a little kind of guitar part that he keeps kind of playing over and over again which is like the main riff um, and I don't know, it's just, well, it's so well put together and it's just one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, I wish that Prince had kind of, you know, um, done more stuff like, um, with, uh, Michael B and, and Sunny T after this date, but obviously, you know, they basically had that one final session in 2004 and that was kind of the last time they recorded anything with Prince. Um, but like, it, I don't know, not to put down CC Dunham or Josh Dunham, but like this, this kind of trio, I wish that they had just kind of recorded a few more songs or, you know, got back together one more time before, you know, Prince's death and just kind of recorded a few more things. Um, because all the stuff like off Undertaker, I always really enjoyed. And, you know, the songs that they recorded that ended up on, on planet earth and this album, I always, they're, they're probably some of my favorites. Uh, I don't want to tip my, my hand too quickly, but. Um, you know, I think later on I might be definitely giving this a five out of five because it's just the way that Michael B is playing those drums and and the way that's like like you say the, like they they kind of on the verses they kind of one way and then they kind of go to the chorus. Uh, I guess you could call it a chorus, but you know the kind of she gets she gets down like the wall of Berlin that kind of stuff, and then they have like the, the kind of the freak out with Prince playing his guitar and going crazy, and then they kind of go straight back to the the groove, and it's I don't know it's just amazing. It's it's one of those things where it's like obviously these are people who've been playing at this point for about fifteen years together. Uh, obviously Michael B and Sonny T had known Prince a little bit before they ended up joining the New Power Generation anyway, and you can kind of feel that closeness on this record. Like they're so tight together that it's. 
Uh, I don't know. It's just a pity they didn't record even more songs on that one particular night. They could have come out on more albums. Um, you know, hopefully if there's some of them in the vault, uh, at some point they'll get released and we can kind of just hear this trio again, you know, a, a few more times because it's just such a well put together song. I like the fact that it's, it's such a kind of like solid track, but then also Prince is free to kind of experiment on top of it. Um, and it feels like he's only doing that because he knows he can kind of rely on Michael B and Sonny T to kind of just give him this solid backbone that he can just kind of play around with while he's uh, while he's recording. It, it, it seems a bit kind of fanciful and it seems like Prince once again is just like kind of having fun with like some kind of, you know, just he just obviously the phrase the wall of Berlin is just kind of stuck in his head. And it just seems like this entire song has come about just so he can say, you know, you know, knocking down the wall of Berlin. <laughs> like it just, it just seems like he's had that phrase in his head, and he's just like, I need to get it into a song before I forget it, and that's what this feels like to me. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, I feel like just leave it to Prince. I can't think of anyone else who will use that reference for like something simple, like whether it's at the end of thirty one twenty one where he says it's going down, like it's about to happen, or here on this song, it's like she gets down, whether that means dancing or something else. <laughs> but to take like this historic event and compare it to something like that, like that's just totally Prince. And I think, you know, with Prince songs, I do tend to really pay attention to the the lyrics but this is an exception like I don't even try to analyze what he's saying <laughs> and the, the music is so powerful so I just kind of look at it as a jam and it's kind of I wish he would have performed this live but I guess the way the timing worked out he wasn't playing with Sonny and Michael and maybe he didn't want to do this with Josh and Cece and it's kind of funny because um there was a 3121 movie and I talked to Josh Dunham and he said like the scene that he and Cece are in, like they're in the studio and Prince doesn't like what they're doing. And so he brings in Sonny and Michael. <laughs> so it's kind of like a diss, but it just makes me think like maybe this is just was such a special song that Prince didn't want to do it live without those other two. I don't know. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I, I certainly think about that. So yeah, it feels like there are certain songs where if someone performed on them and then Prince didn't tour with them, he was reluctant to perform them live with other people. Um, and that might have been the case with this. Um, but yeah, no, it does. It, it, I mean, it does kind of tickle me a little bit that, you know, Prince is like, you know, I need I need Mike and Sonny getting to the studio <laughs> to kind of do this particular song. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, like I said, it's I mean, the lyrics. Yeah, they. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that there's anything that we could ever kind of, I don't know, get from them. Uh, because it, you know, it's this whole like uh, in a universe of paradoxical design, reality, or merely in the mind. Um, you know, this whole a galaxy of mental delight or parallel hologram copyright. Um, you know, is that the Queen of Sheba or an alien dream? Uh, you know, like just uh, none of it really kind of makes any sense until we get to the choruses of you know, like she gets down like the wall of Berlin, like, and even then that feels detached from the verses. Like, <laughs> like the chorus itself just feels like something that Prince had. And then in between, he's just got these verses. Um, and then, you know, a lot of the song is basically guitar vamping. So so it feels like the verses are just a kind of way to get to the guitars. Or I mean, if he wanted, he probably could have just done all the guitar stuff, left out the verses and just had the chorus repeated a few times. Um, and that would have just, you know, meant as much as, uh, as, as the verses.
verses do. Uh, but yeah, there's very there's very little kind of meaning unless you want to really kind of go line by line and try and figure it out. I mean, he does say, you know, in my head or in some German town. So I guess that's kind of setting up the, you know, the wall of Berlin thing, um, you know, and according to the document she got on the wall, which obviously, you know, I guess calls to mind the news, you know, the news bulletins which came out at the time of people climbing up the wall and, you know, breaking pieces off of it. And, um, you know, it's really weird for me because it's like, you know, I remember the wall coming down um, and it was such kind of like a momentous kind of news occasion. Um, but now I don't think we're quite far enough away from how long the the, the wall was up, because I think it was up for like 40 something years. But, you know, in the very, in the very near future, we are going to be getting to the point where the wall has been down longer than it was ever up. Um, and, you know, once you get to that point, then that's when you feel extremely old, um, you know, being able to remember news footage of people kind of taking it down. And bizarrely enough of David Hasselhoff then singing live from the Berlin Wall, which is just such a, uh, I don't know, such, such an odd thing that I'm like, OK, I guess. I mean, like, you know, even even this even to this day, 30 years later, I still cannot figure out what on earth David Hasselhoff was doing singing live from the destruction of the Wall of Berlin. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and a lot of people forget that, you know, that was, um, you know, that was kind of like the beginning of the end in terms of the Iron Curtain across Europe, you know, then, you know, a lot of other smaller countries had their own kind of mostly peaceful revolutions, um, you know, uh, I would say apart from uh, the Ceausescu's who, um, you know, <laughs> uh, met, uh, met a, a less than a less than nice end uh, to their reign. Um, although they had like, um, you know, gigantic gold palaces and stuff while their, their people were starving. And it's I don't know, some of the stuff from Eastern Europe was kind of uh, was kind of, uh, you know, terrible to kind of see once once the Iron Curtain had fallen. Um, but yeah, just like the, the act of the Wall of Berlin coming down with, just sparked this kind of political movement throughout Europe that lasted for, you know, a couple of years. Um, and I, I don't know, it, it's it's kind of it's weird now just to think of it as being such a big occasion, um, particularly as 20 years after it, Prince just turns it into the title of a rock jam, um, you know, which <laughs> I guess I guess is the only way that Prince maybe could, could kind of comprehend, uh, you know, what the Wall of Berlin was, was he like, I'm just going to have to, you know, it's uh, clearly something was in his mind and he was like, I'm just going to have to turn it into a jam. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a five out of five from me. Probably I would have to say my favorite track on this entire album. I just... You know, I, I, everything everything to do with, you know, Michael Bland, um, you know, you put Michael Bland on a track and I think I pretty much am going to end up giving it at least a four or a five, um, you know, but I just love I love that drum groove. I, you know, I love all the guitar stuff um, and Sonny's bass, you know, not to be overlooked, but it's, you know, it's it's on a par with everything else that's going on, on the track. It's just a wonderfully done track um, and a lot of fun as well, you know, just. Uh, you know, just kind of mostly nonsense verses, but, you know, delivered with Prince's kind of charisma and you just kind of have to go along with it and just be like, OK, I guess, you know, she's going down like the wall of Berlin. Yeah, I um, imagine if uh, I wonder if there's a a wall of Berlin song from 1989 in the vault somewhere <laughs> that Prince was inspired when, you know, when it actually came down. But I agree with you. I would give this a five out of five, too. And the outro with Michael's drumming is just insane. So, and I kind of like, as we were talking, I was thinking, what would this be like if it were just instrumental? Like, would I like it even more? Like without the silly lyrics? I don't know. But I mean, regardless, it's a five out of five for me. And I, I, I like, like we say, you know, not performed live because I'm guessing, you know, Michael and Sonny weren't available, uh, which is a pity because, you know, out of all the songs that were performed live on Jay Leno, like from this album, um, you know, he performed, I'm trying to remember, was it, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the other tracks that were performed. 
Old school company, I feel like was one. Yeah, old school company. Yeah, there's there was there was a few other tracks from these two albums that were performed live, but he didn't perform this one live, which I think is a missed opportunity. If he'd have done this live on Jay Leno, I think that would have been, you know, a great performance. But uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. And you know what? I think I mean I, I would have expected him to do this with Third Eye Girl too, since he was trying to do like more harder rock with them. So it's it's kind of funny that yeah. he didn't pull this one out for them. Yeah, in fact, I think they would have they would have handled this quite well as well. You know, it would have been. It would have really fitted with um, everything that was going on with uh, Plectrum Electrum. So, uh, yeah, just odd that he never kind of revisited this with anybody else. But I guess, you know, if he felt it was Michael's and Sonny's song, then, you know, he, he, he's, he of all the weird things, Prince was very, uh, very specific about who he was loyal to. And I'm guessing, you know, because he was still very friendly with both of them, he, you know, probably didn't want to perform it out of respect to them. Um, which, you know, I can understand. Uh, but yeah, if, if he'd have had a live performance on some TV show, it would have been great just to see, you know, how it translated. Um, and I'm guessing it probably would have ended up being a few minutes longer. And it would have mostly just been him jamming out <laughs> with, the, with the drums and the bass. Because, you know, that's what it feels like most of this. It feels like this song is trying to do that, but Prince is restra- he's kind of restraining it and putting some verses in there just to, to kind of give it a bit more form. Uh, rather than it just being the three of them just kind of jamming out for five minutes. Well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about uh, Wall of Berlin, uh, the song, not the wall. Um, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Eric? Absolutely. Uh, I write about Prince and spirituality at a purple day in December.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss, M I S S underscore E Thompson, E T H O M P S O N. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Erica. Thank you. And otherwise, it's going down.